7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and uh, good evening, and uh, thank you, everyone, for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Sport On. We are coming from what can only be described as a black weekend after the PSL matches were not shown on the public broadcaster. The main sticking point, obviously, is money, with the SAPC feeling that what Supersport is asking for as the rights holder is too much and they can't afford it. A figure of 280 million rand has been mentioned. Uh, while on the other side, Supersport is claiming that the SAPC is cutting down its offer by 96%, which they say that they cannot accept. So that's for TV. Then the next question is radio rights. Surely Supersport does not own this? What then happened with the radio? Well, what we do know is that the PSL uh, has the rights for radio and it seems like the SABC is still talking to the PSL about that. There are talks that they are still owing money for the past two seasons and that's why then the SABC can't even broadcast the matches on radio. I know that is a it's a national crisis and we've really tried our best to speak to everyone involved since last week but we were not able to before uh, the weekend and uh, we have been informed that there is a meeting tomorrow with all the relevant stakeholders including the Minister of Sports so it looks like uh, something positive then. Hopefully something positive will come out of that meeting. But it seems like there is progress at least that people are going to meet and they are going to talk. So we're going to speak to the sports ministry just to find out more about the meeting tomorrow or about their stance or where they stand um, in this uh, matter. And then also we'll, tonight we will talk about the clean out at Cricket South Africa with everybody fired after the dismal World Cup campaign. Uh, CSA waited for the awards on Saturday and then released a statement on Sunday morning to basically say everyone has been sacked. Not in those words. They just said that they are restructuring and there's a dynamic new restructure that is happening. So what exactly does this mean? Because uh, some reports this weekend have uh, said that the coach, uh, Otis Gibson, as well as his assistant, Malibongo Maketa, and the betting coach, Del Bankenstein, and the spin coach, Claude Henderson, can still reapply uh, for their jobs. And uh, Cricket SA did say, though, in that statement that they are looking for a team manager who's going to run the team like they do in football. And that team manager will then appoint the coaching staff if I understand correctly but will report to the director of cricket so we will speak to a cricket journalist from the SABC just to find out more about this statement he can break it down for us so we can see if we're all on the same page there is a meeting tomorrow or not a meeting rather a press conference Cricket SA will hold a press conference tomorrow so they've asked not to speak tonight but they've agreed to speak to us after that press conference so we'll respect that and then later on on the show at about 25 Five past or half past seven will be joined by a former Chelsea Real Madrid player, Ghana International. Michael Essien is in the country and he's going to tell us why he's in South Africa. But it's also a great chance to catch up with Michael Essien and talk about his career. So he'll be live in studio, let's say from at least half past seven. So do join that conversation and please call us if you want to speak to Michael Essien or uh, on 0891-104-207. We do take voice notes on WhatsApp on 061-4104-107 and our SMS line is 41391 and we're using the hashtag SAFM spot on for those on social media. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. So as I mentioned, it can be business as usual, folks, that uh, there were no PSL matches on the SABC. And uh, we've got on the line now the spokes the sports of the spokesperson from the sports ministry asanda makaka just to help us understand and uh, look forward to the meeting tomorrow. Asanda, good evening. Thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM.
Thank you. Thank you. Clearly an ardent listener of the show. Thank you for that member. And congratulations are in order, member, because I have heard the wonderful news that uh, the listenership is growing very well. So congratulations. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you and your you. team. Like they say, Now let's talk about this blackout because Ipolimile Asanda, firstly, what has been the minister's reaction to this? I'll, I'll put blackout in inverted commas, inverted commas on SABC. Minister Natin Tetra is very disappointed, um, Honorable Tracksuit, that millions of South Africans who don't have access to pay TV um, were not able to enjoy the opening matches of the PSL this weekend. Um, the matter was brought to the minister. And, um, of course, Minister Natim Tedra is the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture in the country, which means that um, the sports and football in this instance is something that he is... Um, concerned about, not merely from the point of view of administrators or people who bring us the game, the players and so forth, but also millions of South Africans who enjoy the beautiful game. Um, So we know that this is not a new problem. Minister Mtetwa would have spent a considerable amount of time interrogating exactly what are the issues are, because it's coming from that perspective, the perspective of sport, but also the perspective of South Africans. Sport is something that I can describe as a culture to South Africa. So it is something that um, millions of South Africans enjoy. It's something that we consider a key component to social cohesion because for those 90 minutes of football or 80 minutes of rugby or whatever we're talking about, netball and so on, those moments are moments that we love as South Africans. So he's coming from that perspective, understanding very well what would have happened to football spectators across the country not being able to enjoy the beautiful game this weekend. And also there's a big match uh, tomorrow. So... But we need to also realize, though, is that when we're dealing with the matter of broadcasting rights, we're dealing with um, overarching mandates here because broadcasting rights would be the preserve of the Minister of Communications, um, Ms. Estela Dabini Abrahams. So they, as cabinet counterparts, would have to interrogate this matter. It's not the first time we've arrived at this point. Um, You and me, Traxit, will know as, um, you know, employees of the SAPC in yesteryears that we would have arrived at this specific juncture where cricket is concerned. And in a matter of a few months, we will be having the Rugby World Cup. Are we really going to be revisiting at this juncture anew every single year? So what needs to happen here when Minister Natim Tetra is concerned is that he needs to sit down with his cabinet counterpart, Minister Stellan Dabini-Abrahams, in order for them to agree amongst each other, because this is an overarching mandate, in order for them to find a way forward, um, a long-term plan, so that we don't find ourselves at this juncture every other, you know, six months and so on. So concern is what Minister Natim Tetra is contending with right now, but moreover, he is also very committed to finding a long-term and somewhat sustainable solution in order that um, people who love football and love South Africa as a whole in South Africa do not have to find themselves at this juncture. This would then include point the meeting 
as cabinet counterparts meeting the stakeholders. That would be the PSL, that would be the broadcasters in question, the national broadcaster, the public broadcaster, as well as Super Sports tracksuit. Mm. And Asanda, when did the minister become become aware of this issue? Minister's interactions with his stakeholders occur at an ongoing basis. So he would have met uh, with uh, the chairperson as recently as late last week and would have been sensitized to this looming uh, challenge. Now, the news, of course, broke um, on Saturday where um, the public broadcaster confirmed that they really cannot afford these rights. Now, we have to remember as well when talking about the public broadcaster that um, being a public broadcaster, it carries a very expensive and heavy public mandate. So understandably, when they say that we cannot afford, that is a very legitimate concern. But on the other hand, you have a broadcaster that is making profit from these broadcasting rights. And right in the middle, um, Honorable Member, you have South Africans who cannot um, be, you know, exposed to a problem of this nature because um, I'll be saying now that um, watching the PSL is also an elite preserve. I'll be saying that South Africans need to, you know, already um, struggling um, South Africans now have to contend with high subscriptions in order to be able to enjoy it. So there, there is a, a, a balance um, of, of, of issues here that needs to be struck because on the one hand we completely respect um, you know super sports right to make a profit from you know the rights that they have secured but on the other hand there is a public broadcaster that is carrying a very broad and heavy public mandate and at the same time you're saying we can't fork out so what then becomes the solution because Minister Mtetwa is carrying stakeholders which are public uh, members of the public, South Africans, who really cannot be encumbered with these technicalities that you and I are discussing. So that is why there has to be common ground between the two cabinet ministers concerned, that is Minister Mtetra and his cabinet counterpart. But on the other hand, Minister Mtetra is approaching this in order that South Africans never have to be bogged down, at least in the immediate future, with having to contend with these deliberations and these debates. Can we find a mid-term, long-term solution in the society? sustainable at that, that is going to benefit all the parties that are going to be inevitably gathered around the table. Does it mean then that the ministry regards this as a national crisis? <laughs> oh, you spoke of um, inverted commas when you spoke of the blackouts. That was an acknowledgement on your part, Honorable Member, that um, this is something that is definitely not ideal, but something that is not beyond our capabilities and abilities to find a solution for. Mm. And um, so so what approach exactly is the minister taking in, in this meeting tomorrow? What's the stance? You've already alluded to a meeting um, taking place tomorrow. I can confirm that Minister Natin Chetra is going to be meeting with the Minister of Communications tomorrow, and I've already explained that that is because of the overarching mandate here. One is Minister Mtetwa's mandate, which is to really ensure that his stakeholders, including lovers of sport in South Africa, get to have their relief. But at the same time, he will have to inquire on his cabinet counterpart 
on what then becomes the cost of this, um, what then becomes the middle ground for government and what becomes the government position. Mm. Beyond that point, it really is for them, uh, the cabinet ministers, to then approach um, the stakeholders. I've already specified it's the PSL, it is, um, you know, Super Sport is the FABC, but moreover, um, you know, we're already dealing with football here, but the football, right, the rugby World Cup, excuse me, is around the corner. Mm. We cannot arrive at this juncture again. So I'm already explaining to you, Honorable Member, how this thing is going to pan itself out in the next um, two or three days. A meeting between cabinet counterparts and thereafter, Minister Nteto will be meeting um, his stakeholders in the form of uh, the entities or individuals I've already cited. And from that point onwards, present himself as the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture and say that this is what I've done in actually addressing this matter. So if I understand you correctly, the ministers are meeting tomorrow. Is it separate then from the meeting with the PSL or with the SABC and the other parties? Correct, um, Uh Honourable Member, because they would then have, because of the stakeholders that they both represent and um, the the focus areas that they both represent in the individual um, portfolios, but then a government position has to be found and that requires mutual ground between the two cabinet ministers as to how this matter will be approached. It does affect them both Minister Natim Tetra, as I've already specified, his interests are sport and also the people who enjoy the sport and make the sport what it is today. That is the viewers, that is South Africans at large. And what you are saying, Asanda, is that you hope that we don't have similar problems again leading up to the Rugby World Cup later this year. And that's that what needs is, to be ironed out. That is exactly the approach, um, Honourable Member, because... We cannot be sitting at the same position um, in a few months' time deliberating rugby. We cannot be sitting in a similar position months down the line. And we know that within five years, South Africa will be hosting um, the, the, the Netball World Cup. Mm. Um, can we come up with solutions that are sustainable so that we don't continue revisiting the same matter on an annual basis? Okay, Asana, thank you very much. I think that answers the question from Zico Smith that SABC must just also negotiate for rugby as soon as possible because we must see rugby tournaments on SABC. But I think you've given us some clarity and please keep us updated then after the meetings and on the way forward. But thank you very we much for being available to speak to us. You're most welcome. Thank you, Asanda Makaka. So very clear there.